Hello and welcome to Secondhand Film Critics, your favorite source for mildly pretentious, semi-uneducated, and highly unqualified opinions on movies. I'm Noah, and I am with... Kayla! Yeah! It's summertime, and the living's easy. It feels like summertime. Yeah, I f- it was, it, I mean, it's definitely a different summer, which I feel like everyone kind of knows, because like with the whole COVID situation... But even just like the weather, it's finally just so nice. Oh, I don't, I disagree. I don't know how it is where you live, mm-hmm. uh, but it is so hot here. But that's nice. No, it's, it's not. Been like 90, I love, it's summer. No. I don't want to be cold. Is it humid where you are? Yeah. Because yeah, like. But I like it because I, it's always so cold here for like six months. It's like our winter is probably like six months long. So anytime the weather's over 70 is like a blessing from the heavens. Okay. And that could be global warming. But, you know, we're not going to we're going to ignore the the scary fact behind it. And I'm just going to accept. That's the yeah. Weather. I love like, nice here's the thing. It's just been too a little too hot. I can handle low 80s to mid 80s. Um, it's been super humid here, though. Right. But, like, I mean, when yeah. it's 95 for the majority of the day, and you can't mm-hmm. even, like, go outside, like, to do mm-hmm. anything, that's where it gets me. Because it's like, I would love to go for a bike ride, or a walk, or a hike, like, anything where I'm not dying. Right. Yeah, I mean, there have been days where it's been, like, overwhelming, but, like, honestly... Like I said, I just, it's never warm here. So I love any, even if I'm inside with the air conditioning blasting, I just like the idea of knowing that it's really nice outside or really warm. That means that with summer, we like to watch some more summery movies. Yeah, I feel like yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone kind of has this. I mean, it might not be as uh, like specific as search, seeking out movies set in summer, but you're definitely not wanting to watch movies set in like the fall and winter so it usually ends up being one set like in a nice sunny location gives you some summer feelings and that's what we're talking about today summer movies it's it's a different um it's not really a genre i guess but it's almost like it's like a genre you can every person can define for themselves i feel like yeah like everyone has a different opinion on what makes something feel summery and that's going to translate to like what they watch i think we both Mm. define summer movies a little bit differently just based on our picks so how would you define a summer movie like what makes a summer movie Mm -hmm. for you i don't want to give away too many of my my uh definitions because i get into them a lot more when i get into the movies i picked but i feel like it's just like it's got to feel like summer. Um, yeah, but what does that mean? What does feel like summer mean? It's got to feel l- laid back. It's got to feel low-key. It's got to have good music. I feel like all three movies I picked have some different version of good music, whether it's like pop music or whether it's even just in the score. I feel like that's a big proponent. I think it's less, too, about a movie being set during the summer. And it's more just like how the movie, what feeling I get from the movie 
whether it's from the cinematography or the sound design or even like the overall pacing of the plot um and like i said it's hard to it's hard to give away too much because i don't want to give away all my picks but i'll get into more stuff uh when we go there what about you i think for me most of the time they're like coming of age films so most of the time they include younger people like summer after high school you know they're they're on summer vacation you gotta have warm tones usually there's gonna be a swimming scene either at the pool at the beach Hmm. uh fireworks you know the whole nine yards right yeah people wearing swimsuits putting on sunscreen usually like there's music in a lot of the ones i like like music is a key component it's very like you know kids riding on bikes and drama drama people getting mad at each other building relationships over the summer lots of romance there's usually gonna be like a romance scene either with like supporting characters or the main characters okay it seems like we definitely yeah like you said we definitely have different i think you're a lot seems like you feel a lot more like you need the like a lot more setting if that if i'm getting that yeah right. yeah like it's about where it is and how that mm. makes you feel like usually it's not where you live like that's it's, true that's it's true it's usually yeah. like you're going somewhere or it's about getting out of the house it's yeah about, especially like, now <laughs> doing stuff with your friends you know you're growing up and like getting away from your family and mm. like feeling like you're taking steps into the world trying to figure life out figure yourself Com- so out. coming of age yeah <laughs> yeah i mean it is it's but co- it's yeah. also like not in the sense that like a lot of coming of age movies are set in hmm. school time so it's like they usually have like school yeah. drama. Um, well, it's like a like summer that. coming of age movie. Yeah. More. So yeah. it's the whole you know they spend it with their friends and then or like go on a vacation and then by the end like they go back to school and they're like a different person and it's right. like wow and it's not just the like wow you're so much tanner it's like <laughs> while that may be true it's also yes, like wow yeah. you've you've grown up a Changed. lot in the yeah, three months yeah. that you know and you spent over the summer yeah i have i think one one of my movies i feel like can fall under a lot of that kind of that category i feel like a lot of my honorable mentions do more so like i mean call me by your name is like a classic summer movie that as like is more recent just like the overall setting obviously and the music like we were saying and the color palette um Another one that's more recently that I had in honorable mentions was Summer 1993, mm. which reminded me a lot of like a f- like um, kind of like a Florida project more, but like less about the parents being. It was just a lot. I don't know. It just was a lot more from the child's perspective, and she was like yeah. seven or eight or something. Right. And uh, I think those movies are. That's definitely a a theme because with Summer you always kind of want to feel a little more carefree. I think, and 
the best way to show the idea of being carefree is through like a kid because that's what they're all about yeah no worries cool. in the world except being accepted by their peers well yeah exactly and with that maybe you should get into your first pick well do we want to read some of our honorable mentions off first before we get into our three summer picks yeah, I mean, I already read a couple off. Why don't you read off some of yours? Uh, you have some good ones. Yeah, so I've got... I mean, these are all, like, pretty similar. Maybe, like, one that's a little bit different is That Thing You Do. It just feels, mm. like, very upbeat, very happy, very fun. Uh, but, yeah, the other ones are, like, Stand By Me, The Parent Trap, What About Bob, The Florida Project. Like, very focused on change and like becoming who you are hmm. and making like big life decisions that right. will impact the future good picks i went i mean i already gave a couple of mine i didn't call me by your name like i said is like one that everyone would kind of think of especially because it's more recent one movie i saw recently called the swimmer with burt lancaster was really good the ending was a little underwhelming but it's kind of like it's very metaphorical it's like set in the six, the late 60s and it's like Burt Lancaster like he's he charts out a course across like all his friends in California and he the ones he that have pools and he's like I'm gonna swim through I'm gonna swim my way home and so he charts his way home through all his friends pools and like he swims through the pool and it's um and but he has all different interactions with people that ha are at the pool uh very weird but it was it, it was definitely enjoyable I also have Wet Hot American Summer, which is, like, a classic. Yeah, Pinnacle. Um, yeah, I mean, Do the Right Thing, which is one of... I mean, I think this one and my first pick that I have are my two favorite examples of cinematography playing a big part in the setting the tone of a summer movie. And then I also have one I saw more recently, which was called Everyone Else, directed by... Her name is Marin ade aid i guess you would say if but i know she's for it's a foreign director so i don't know if it's like that's the american pronunciation but that one is more just like a couple that's at like one of their friends summer homes and it's about their relationship kind of falling apart throughout the summer and by the end of the summer they're like basically they're i don't think they say that they're gonna they break up but you know they're gonna break up after the summer it's a good movie um but with that said, I think we should get into the three ones we picked, which these aren't to say, like, these are better than the ones in the honorable mentions. I think it's just, like, I don't know. It's just the ones that I wanted to talk about, maybe. Yeah, I think that makes sense. Okay, I'll go first. Let's let's talk about Mamma Mia. All right, exclamation point. Mamma Mia! Yeah, there we go. Um... Yeah, so I didn't actually watch this film for the first time until, like, maybe last summer. And I know people love this movie. And then we had the sequel, Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again. And people love that movie as well. And so it was this big hype that I felt like I was missing mm. out on. So I watched it last summer, and I was like, mm, don't know if I love this or not. But the thing is, it makes you feel feel a certain way so hmm. even if i don't like i'm not a hundred percent sold on this movie like right. it's not my favorite movie it's not like something i think about all 
the time, and I'm like, this I don't is a think masterpiece. Anyone does. Yeah. <laughs> Some people do. Some people really. I mean, I, this. I. But I think a lot of people like this because it's like a really great form of escapism. That's what most people say. And so what that feels like is like when you watch it, you're fully engrossed to me. But when you're not watching it, it's like not something that is meant to like keep you thinking for long periods of the time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for me, between like this and Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants, I just was like, Greece, 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 I want to go to Greece. And so anytime I like think about Greece, which is pretty often, especially now since I definitely can't go anywhere, right? Um, I like think about this movie and kind of want to live, even though like ba- basically none of it was shot on location. I'm still like, no. yeah, you know, it it's just the way it makes you feel. Like you watch it and they, you know, they are on a boat. They run around barefoot. They put on their swimsuits and go swimming in the nice, beautiful blue water. And they're singing. It's got drama here, drama there, but it's also, like, very uplifting. It makes you smile. Like, they've got these big musical numbers that are fun. It's Mm. very, very, very warm-toned. Like, the classic tan and blue... Like, that's right. what gets my summer feels going. Uh, but I, I will say, I did watch it again uh, mm-hmm. this week, because I have it. Bought it at a thrift store for, like, 50 cents. Wow. Um, and I watched it with the director's commentary, and I think that added a little more weight to it for me, as usually does, because you're hearing mm-hmm. about kind of what was going through their mind, different things. Um, but it was, it was definitely really cool to hear about kind of the people who were in it and the different, like, places that they went to and then how they shot, like, a lot of the stuff in a studio but still achieved the sort of, like, warm summer aspect even with, like, studio lighting. So, yeah, it's, it's a good time. Yeah, I think this is definitely just, like, um, out of the three we picked, I think this is probably the biggest crowd pleaser choice um well we picked six in total my my bad um but yeah i think this is definitely like the biggest one where it will please a lot of different viewers in certain in different ways you know but yeah good pick anything else you wanted to say before we move on i just think it's one that like you said like basically anyone can watch this movie and not hate it You know, like, you can watch it and have a good time, and maybe you're having a summer party, and, like, everyone knows the music, so it's, like, you could just put it on and, like, not totally focus, but, like, people will sing along and just enjoy the good time. So, your first pick, Mamma Mia! Exclamation point. So, on on a complete 180, my first pick is Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, the 2019 film from quentin tarantino this uh i think is a lot of what i feel like a summer movie is so i feel like like i said they're less about being set during the summer and more about the overall feeling of the film and so like a lot of movies will set themselves in summer to portray that feeling best but for me like i don't think it's a qualifier because this movie is the majority is set in february and you would not know that unless like I don't even know if they specifically say it in the film they probably do at some point but like I feel like if you just showed someone a scene from the film that's not when they would place it and that's because it was like 
in California, sunny, and it looks all nice and sunny. Um, and I think that this movie is just, it gives off such a coolness to summer and like the coolness of a summer movie. You've got the great color palette with the warm tones, the sixties rock jams on the radio characters cruising down the Hollywood Boulevard. It's like the ultimate hangout movie. You're just along for the ride. And I mean, that's kind of what summer feels like sometimes. And it's like nothing crazy goes on in the film. There's definitely some, uh, subplots some different things there are a lot of different things going on but it's more just about showing you this world and just letting you live in it for like two and a half hours and I feel like kind of like I said with do the right thing I think that it's probably the best some of the best use of like color palette and cinematography to show like heat and while I'm watching this I saw this twice in the theater last year and both times it felt like almost like a 4d movie because like the power of the images on the screen was making me like almost it would make me feel like I was sweating even though the movie theater was air conditioned obviously and I think that's just such a great aspect of it and this isn't I think this is like my second least favorite Tarantino movie I just I it's like it just doesn't as as a movie it's not like my favorite from a story perspective but I can't deny like how fun it is to watch and how much, like, how a good of a job it does at, like, world building. Even though it's not, like, it's a world you know. But, I don't know. Yeah, I feel like Brad Pitt wearing sunglasses and a Hawaiian shirt makes it, like, peak summer. It's, like, exactly how I would love to imagine summer in my head. Is like, Brad Pitt. Yeah, I think, yeah. It's obvious that they went through a lot of, um, watching the bonus features last night, it's, like, the lengths they had to go to recreate Hollywood Boulevard and Spawn Ranch, months and months and months to get the locations and create the sets, and it's like I think it may it pays off because the world it makes the world feel a lot more lived in compared to like the standard Hollywood homage film where if they just like use different like random locations, uh, and that's really my why I love the movie is because. It just, it feels like summer. It, you know what I'm saying? And it's not like, you, you don't, if when you're watching it, you don't have to worry really much about the story because it's just like you're just in it for the ride and to watch Brad Pitt fix a roof. Sure, yeah. I can get behind that quality. Very different from my pick, but also yeah. very good. Similar kind of though, because like, I feel like both of them, you don't need... It's like I'm not going to be thinking about them much before and after. But when you're watching it, it's like you're just right, fun to watch. It, yeah. Cool. So I will do another one. Um, and that is uh, The Sandlot, which is very summery because mm-hmm. one, it takes place in summer. Um <laughs> Two, you've got the whole, like, kids being kids. They bike their way to the sandlot. They're getting down and dirty, playing in the dirt. And we've got, like, the 4th of July barbecue. We've got the fireworks. We've got 
baseball, which yeah, baseball is a big one. Yeah. That's a big, big summer feature. Um, but yeah, we've got the same like brown tones of the sand mm. and the dirt, and then the baseball pool scenes. We've got the pool scenes. Yeah, we've got the love interest. It's just like yeah. the culmination of everything that makes summer summer for kids in one movie and especially Mm. the whole like sleepover with the s'mores and you know trying to tell scary stories and the one kid with like the flashlight you know like it's very kind of how you imagine summer being as a kid like even if that's not necessarily how your summer looks it's like how summer feels or should look to kids you know yeah it's almost like what you want your summer to be like even especially now when we really can't do a lot of the things that are in this these movies like because we can't leave our like houses very much so it's like it's all like escapism where it's like this is what i want summer to be like yeah 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 and i think with this one too um obviously it has the stereotypical like end credits of like this is where these kids ended up blah 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 (laughs) and it kind of shows as an older person now like how these summers are very defining and they're like the biggest thing to you as a kid like this was like Mm. such a big moment for all of them with the dog and like playing baseball and then as they got older it kind of all just like disappeared you know and you don't have those relationships anymore and that's like how summer is you know like you play with all the kids in your neighborhood and now it's like you're not in touch with any of them but at the time it's like the biggest friendships and the biggest things to you yeah and also it's like it's you it ha- like it does with the um after it when it shows like here's where these kids are now it shows like that it still has an impact even if you feel like maybe it's like oh it was just like a fun summer where nothing really happened but like it still had a huge impact on where they are now and like those memories will always be there even if yeah like, you know things aren't the same yeah it's very very, nice very sweet it is i haven't seen this movie in so long well and then if you want to do like a triple feature you can watch all the sequels too which um aren't as good i think (laughs) uh, this they kind of go downhill but like as a kid i still enjoyed the sequels right well especially when you go in knowing like it's just going to be like not as good as the original but it's like if but it's wanna... still got all the things you need, you know? And it's got nods right. to the first one, and you got, like, the PF Flyers, which I, like, have been wanting to get a pair forever, and then anytime I go to buy them, they're, like, sold out of, the like, the ones that they have in the movie. And so... Wow. That's sad. I just have never bought a pair. But eventually, I will buy a pair. I feel like half of these movies, too, a lot of them are, like, just trying to recreate the moments in your own life after you watch them so like yeah, once upon yeah. a time in hollywood there was so many times last year where i would be like i would put on the soundtrack and try to like relive the moments in my real life you know <laughs> it's like it's just kind of what you do well because summer is so nostalgic that it's like mm-hmm. 
Like, you yeah. can get nostalgia around, like, fall, you know, Halloween, at least for some people, or, like, Christmas time. But mm-hmm. summer is more nostalgic for childhood. So I think, yeah. like, for me, watching these movies, like, when I watch The Sandlot now, I think about watching it as a kid. Like, I relate it to the times that I watched it as a kid. It gives all the, the sweet moments. So my next pick um, continues with a trend of coming-of-age stories. This is The Graduate from 1967, the best year of all time, because um, we had amazing music. Wow, that's um, a bold claim, though. It was the best year of all time. This is, like, kind of continuing with the Once Upon a Time in Hollywood thing. Like, giving off the summer vibes is a great aspect. But for me, I feel like I can't really get, like in love with a movie without having resonant themes. For me, like I feel like The Graduate is one of the rare summer films that is kind of combines those two really well. Like anyone that's like around our age right can feel especially now can relate to the feeling of like drifting, which is kind of like the main um theme of at least the first half. It's hard to see behind you or in front of you and like your whole life feels like you're just kind of floating aimlessly on a pool raft which is kind of what Summer feels like sometimes. And I think the character of Benjamin is great because he's so relatable in that way and he has no direction despite being constantly like surrounded by people who are trying to give him direction. He's most comfortable just sitting at the bottom of the pool where like all the worries in, of adult life can't intrude. Uh, and that is until he meets Elaine and that's kind of what makes the movie amazing for me is because the first half is like the perfect summer movie and the second half is the great transition into fall movie, both r- literally and metaphorically uh so in a way like he wakes up and some can argue like finds a way out so he desperately is trying to chase what he feels like he's been looking for but when he gets it the feeling of uncertainty creeps back in right at the end and that kind of hints at like that the pattern will always repeat in a way and i think that's why it's a great summer movie because i think the themes it touches on are so distinctively how summer can feel like when you are without aim and without direction in that way uh, the music is also really good. Yeah. Uh, I didn't like this movie, so I can't say that it's a summer movie for me, but summer movies are different ways for everyone. They interpret it different ways, so obviously this works for you, and mm-hmm. that's fine. I- I, I don't it's like just the just the pool scenes. I could watch those pool scenes over and over. That what the sequence uh the Scarborough no. The the second sound of silence they play and then uh April comes she will sequence. I could watch that like 8 minutes just over and over. I love that scene so much. And I think this is probably top 3 performances for me. Dustin Hoffman's acting in this. I think like the idea of playing awkward to be funny like was not a thing in 67 and so it's so ahead of its time in that in a lot of ways this movie is ahead of its time in the way it uses music and the way the scenes are shot and like that scene at the hotel with the hotel clerk is like one of the funniest scenes i feel like in any movie for me i love that scene so much but yeah i just to kind of wrap it up i could talk about this movie for a long time just to wrap it up i just think that this is a great summer movie for me because it feels especially right now in this year what summer feels like 
where there's really no direction in it especially like i feel like the sandlot is a great example that you gave of like pre-adolescent summers and this is a great example of more be like post-adolescent summers if that makes sense yeah uh, speaking of post-adolescent summers uh why don't we get into your your last choice here yeah gladly uh so this is kind of like almost okay so this is high school musical 2 which is in that period of high school where they're going into their senior year they're trying to figure out their futures and or at least troy is trying to figure out his future (laughs) and get lined up you when you're in high school and you're a junior or senior usually you are doing a summer job or you get a summer job because you're old enough to finally work and that Mm -hmm. consumes a lot of your time and Mm. instead of it being like this complete different thing they all are there together and they're all doing the summer job together which is so different than like you know working at mcdonald's over the summer or whatever (laughs) yeah Uh, yeah well, and, I mean, you could work to McDonald's with your friends, but I don't know if that You know, we've got music, we've got Red Rocks, we've got the pool, like, an abundant amount of pool scenes. Dude, I I think that the edit, like the guy that was working on this movie j- had just found out about saturation. I know. And it was is... like, yes! <laughs> it is so saturated. But, like, it, it works, you know? Like, it's not... This is easily the best High School Musical movie. Because it is a summer movie, I think the saturation works. Like, we've oh, got yeah. the bright no, pinks that Sharpay wears. You know, we've got her big summer song. Um, we've got, like, if you're watching the extended version, the, like, Tiki song. Yeah, the Tiki song. Which is, like, so Who do- Wait, you have to watch the extended version. There's no Well, other like, way. when you watch it, like, on Disney+, Plus, oh, well, on Dis- it, oh, it plays yeah. that version anyway. Right. Um, and, you know, we've got the music, like I said. We've got these big summer numbers and, like, people jumping in the pool. And everyone's wearing swimsuits, like, half the movie. You know, Troy with his bed on it, which is like, you know, summer for high schoolers is like, you're not sure how, like, friendships go in and out, Mm -hmm. and relationships go in and out, and you're all, like, trying to do your own thing, but also, like, keep up these relationships, Mm. and Troy is just really trying. He's really trying. Like, get his hard future time. together. He gets his first car from his dad. And he's, like, looking for scholarships. Yeah. And he's trying to still play basketball. But he's, like, going through the feelings. Which, like, I love about this movie. Because Troy is the peak of, like, high school masculinity. Like, the star athlete, the most popular guy... Like, he's everyone's friend, he looks good, and then he also has this, like, singing side that he, like, broke down these walls in the first movie, mm-hmm. and now, in the it, second you know. movie, he's advanced to this, like, he has all these feelings that he doesn't know how to handle, and then that's when he, like, gives his two moments, the one where he <laughs> does, like, 
the bet on it song. Right, which, right. Which, like, he's just trying to figure out who he is and where he stands and figure out his place in the world. And then he also has the moment where he just, like, goes into the kitchen and, like, screams. And you're like, you go, Troy! You feel things! You know, and he openly talks to his dad about his feelings, where he's like... His dad's way better in this movie than yeah, the first Yeah, no, one. no, his dad's cool He's really here. grown. <laughs> he's like, you know, I like, I don't know if I know who I am, and his dad is, like, just encouraging him. And I'm like, this is a great... It's great. Apart from, like, how much of a dick, like, his friends are. Um, but like, I also feel like it's part of it because some people in at that age are going to be in the stage Troy's in, but other people at that age are still going to be in the stage of, like, not knowing if they want to... Like, Troy's obviously, like, trying to move on or, like, trying to... But some people don't do that at the same time. So I feel like his friends no, are yes. more and going through it in a different way, you know? Yes. No, I think that's that's very true. And obviously, like, you're not getting their backstories yeah and you're not it's getting, definitely more like, Troy's what movie. they're going through but it's like pinnacle high school you know like mm-hmm. everyone's going through all this stuff and people lash oh, yeah. out at others especially high schoolers where it's oh, yeah. like you know he's like hey Bolton that's my ball it's like <laughs> that's classic <laughs> a like, great line like a high school boy being like annoyed but like not trying to be like you're you know not trying to express especially like he his character is so i feel things and i'm not expressing them to troy even though like i don't want to say that i have this like big romance and he just, like, doesn't oh, yeah. get into, like... But he just lashes out instead. Right, right. And then they have that moment where he's, like... I like, I've been your best friend from kindergarten. And I don't even know who you are. And, like, if I don't know who you are, then, like, no one knows who you are. And, yeah, it's very sweet. Anyway, I could talk about this movie for, you know, hours and hours on end. But I won't. I think it's telling that this is the longest we've talked about a movie so far in this episode. <laughs> I just have so well, many thoughts well, about yeah. the trilogy as a whole and, like, <laughs> the characters that the trilogy develops. Maybe too much. I'm, like, too invested in High School Musical. Uh, and then the other thing I just want to say is, like, the outfits. Like, Troy is just, like, he wears, like, all these, like, different vans or whatever. And he mm-hmm. wears, like, probably, like, every scene he's wearing a different pair of Vans. Yeah, and very I'm country like, club. I'm like, this boy can spend $50 on a pair of shoes and, like, multiple pairs. Because Vans are, like, $50. But, yeah. like, he's not saving money for college. Okay, Troy. I know, yeah. Troy needs to, I think he needs to budget first. That's definitely the, the first step in his process. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it is nope, very, behind it's, the scenes. it's very summer. Well, that's where I stand. Anyway. I'm going to I'm going to go out on a limb and say that the best triple feature that we could make out of these movies would be Sandlot then The Graduate and High No, Sandlot, High School Musical 2, then The Graduate because it's Yeah, it's pre- like the three different phases of life. Exactly, exactly. It like goes through, yeah. Wow. And then the fourth stage of life is that you get eaten by a shark in Jaws, which is my last pick. Woo! You, it, clicking on this episode, you had to know this was going to be one of the movies we I talked mean, about. I mean, it is. It's like the biggest summer movie of all time. I mean, it's, it's the movie first one. that yeah. like kicked off summer blockbusters. 
um, which you yeah. can listen to our episode from last summer about the history of summer blockbusters. Ooh, but it is, which hasn't you know? aged very much because nothing has happened this summer. So yeah. <laughs> it's probably pretty, still pretty, uh, Current, yeah. pretty relevant. Yeah, but um, yeah, yeah, like you said, this is like the movie that everyone thinks of when they think of a summer movie. If you type in summer movies in Google, I'm sure this is going to come up and what is one of them. Yeah, summer movies, I feel like, um, are all about just going to the movie theater with your friends and just sitting back and watching this big spectacle. And it's like you can give them a lot easier, like a more of a pass when you watch them because, you know, like going in, they're just supposed to be like popcorn entertainment. But Jaws to me is the perfect summer blockbuster. And I think maybe because it was the first. So it didn't have anything to kind of outdo when it went in you know yeah and like so the but so the spectacle is all there you got the suspense the memorable scenes the the violence but it's all surrounded by a lot of cool subtext that like has themes of governmental control obsession man versus nature and that combined with just how summary a lot of the scenes especially in the first half feel um i think it's just like it makes it maybe the greatest summer movie of all time you know yeah i agree it's a classic I feel like a lot of movies, especially in this time, because it was kind of a newer thing, a lot of movies, like, they just shot in, like, wide, like, they just shot wide in 239, and I I feel like a lot of movies then shouldn't have been, because it gives off, like, a fake sense of, like, cinematic grandeur, and it can take away from a lot of intimacy from the scenes. But Jaws is one where I feel like if it was shot in any other aspect ratio, it would have, like, really decreased its effectiveness. Even though compared, like, a lot of summer blockbusters, this is a pretty isolated narrative compared to those. You know, it's not really, like, as big of a thing. But, the like, you feel the weight of the story because it's being presented in such this, like, cinematic fashion. And I think it gets us into the heads of the characters. Because, obviously, to them, this is, like, the biggest thing that's happened in their life. But if we're, like, looking at it compared to something like Endgame, which is, like, I mean, technically it didn't come out in summer. But, like, even, like, in any, like, Marvel movie... It's like, this is no, this is like so less of a issue compared to what's going on in those movies. But the fact that they kind of shot it so cinematically adds a lot to like, you feel like it's a big deal, even if maybe you step back and like, this is really just like a really isolated story. And I think, uh, I don't know about you, but that beach, the first beach attack scene is like one of my all time favorite scenes. I think Because you a- love to see children be eaten by sharks. No, well, because you've got they, the camera keeps changing perspectives on different people on the beach, and you know that the shark's gonna eat someone, but you like you see the dog, and you're like, oh wait, it's the dog, and then the car- the camera follows a kid, you're like, oh, is it the kid? And the character follows a lady going into the water, and it's like it plays with your expectations so well, and it obviously includes like the famous uh, dolly zoom, which is like yeah, a classic right, moment. right. Yeah, I think this movie, for me, it fits, out of all your movies, fits my, like, summer movie kind of goals and ideas a little better, mm-hmm. like, the summer movie feel. Like, it's got the brown of the beach, it's got the blue of the water, it's all about mm-hmm. blues and browns, we've got lots of swimsuits, you I mean, know. it's set in Cape Cod and 4th of July, so, like, you yeah. can't really get much more summery than that. Yeah, I was about to say, that's, like, the typical summer place to, like, Martha's Vineyard. Well, we would go to Martha's Vineyard in the summer, because my grandparents right. used to have a house there. And that's, like, summer, you know, walking on the beach. 
Right. And hopefully not getting eaten by sharks, obviously. Yeah, that, I mean, it's definitely sullied a little that bit. That is when, not like, your ideal summer. No. <laughs> like, <laughs> do not want to go surfing and get eaten by a shark. Uh, but, yeah, yeah, it definitely has Sit on the, beach, though. I mean, the summer feel. I totally agree. This is like Yeah, especially the first half. Like, I uh, see everyone coming from that ferry. And it's like they all like pile in. They're all at the arcade. Yeah. They're like there's like the little um changing rooms tents set up on the beach, like with the striped white and yellow. It just looks so. It's like, I mean, besides the shark attacks, this is definitely like where I would want to be in the summer. I feel like, especially now, I've I've said this so much, but like it's such a different experience now watching these movies because it's like. You can't, you literally can't experience, like, you can't do the things that they're doing on screen, even if they're, like, in the case of Jaws, like, tech, like, it's nothing supernatural going on. It's, like, this could technically happen, but as, at least now, like, this is not something that would be possible. You're, like, kind of living through the film. Totally yeah. hit the nail on the head. Or, or, you hit the shark on the nose. Hey. <laughs> Nailed it. That's your, I think we should start that new expression. That's a lot. Yeah, actually, hit a lot the better. shark on the nose, bopped it. And then it, and then it kind of. I mean, everyone knows you hit a nail with a hammer, but then it's like getting the word out because I feel like a lot of people don't know that if you hit a shark in the nose, it. I feel gets like done. that's pretty common though. Like, I mean, that's. But what, with a kid though, what if like a kid? Yeah, was, no, like, a I mean attack? that's what we were always told. Like when we would go swimming Maybe. at the beach, like if a shark right. comes, you hit him on the nose. Is like what right, we were always right. told. You bop yeah. the rubber part. You bop uh, his nose. It might be too, cause like I never wanted to go in the water, like in the ocean, because I was already scared of sharks. So maybe no one just told me that because they knew I wasn't gonna go in anyway. Yeah, you know? I know when we or jellyfish. The last time that we went to Martha's Vineyard, um, I think was maybe like my seventh or eighth grade year. Wow. Um, like that was how old I was. And when we would go swimming in the beach, I just remember, like, being... Mm. Because we would go swimming or, like, go to some of the spots that this movie was filmed at. And right, so, right. Like, it's lo- yeah, location. like, they have the bridge there, they have the dock, like, so you're going around these spots, so it's like, you're seeing what you saw as a kid in the movie and being like, mm. ah, sharks. And you're thinking about that when you're swimming in Martha's Vineyard. And so right. it was always this like big, I mean like this movie impacts your brain. It's but now it does, it's like it does. I love it. You know, like anyone who goes swimming, even just in a pool, kids they'll like swim and be like da 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 da. They'll do the little shark fin like out of the water. They have the shark fin. It's like you know this movie definitely has stood the test of time. I saw this at a drive-in this year, and it was like one of the best. Like, what a great movie to watch. It was, I, I don't know if, have I said this on the podcast? I don't know. I think it was you like, talked about the drive-in. It was Jurassic Park and then Jaws. What a great double feature right there. Um, Probably the most fun thing I've done this summer, which I guess there isn't that much of a list to pull from right now. But it was a good experience. Anyway, summer movies. Yeah. We just, we yeah, each we gave a. Lo- uh, we love it. We just gave three picks. I mean, I don't know if they were, like, obscure picks. I feel like if you're looking for obscure picks, then just let's go to our honorable mentions because you'll probably find something a little more niche in that section. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, 
Some of these movies, like High School Musical 2. Like, when was the last time you watched that? Like, I watch it every year, but... Well, I know, I know, I know you do. I'm saying, but, like, the audience. <laughs> it's on Disney+. Plus. I mean, there's a lot worse you could do on Disney+, Plus, as we have talked about. Yeah. Yeah, that's our episode. You can follow us on all your social media uh, platforms. And we're also on TikTok now. Yeah. So you can follow us there. <laughs> Get it in with the kids. Yeah, we join join the TikTok. So if you want to watch did. some movie trivia facts, some more movie recommendations, you can follow yeah. our TikTok. Next week, uh, you can tune in for a very special episode with a very special guest who worked Me. on... Yeah, wow, thanks. <laughs> um... Yeah, so join us next week. You can check out the movie in advance. It's a documentary, Todd McFarlane, Like Hell I Won't, on Sci-Fi. You can watch it on YouTube. You can watch yeah. it on the Sci-Fi website. It's free. It's kind of it's like good. a short documentary, under an hour long. And we'll be interviewing one of my friends uh, and the producer of this documentary. Well... The same person, though. Yeah. Yes, it yes. It sounds like you were saying, what am, yeah, it yeah, sounds like he's no. like one of my friends and also, yeah. No, yes. He's one of my friends and he produced this documentary. Yeah. So definitely check out the episode uh, to hear about his filmmaking journey and why he loves film. And always good to hear from some different people besides us yeah. and our rambling voices. Yeah, I, I want to hear someone else, honestly. Um, <laughs> yeah, so until next time, I'm Noah. And I'm Kayla. And, and we're your... Yeah, we're your second hand. Second hand? <laughs> oh, Critic. Yeah.